PDPW On Demand. Here's Bill Baker. Having confidence in the honesty and integrity of a person or thing is the true meaning of trust. And as we hear from Tom Thibodeau in this week's podcast, if you can't put your trust in someone or something, then what do you have? One of the things that's for sure in the midst of this crisis, we have not attacked each other. We have not come to social unrest because we have enough to eat. The good people who continue to go out to the barn, who work in the fields, who pick our crops, who are working in the slaughterhouses, making sure that we have fresh food available to all of us. The Shakers had a marvelous little saying that was, hands to work, heart to God. The work that you do each and every day is sustaining all of us and giving us life. For all of you who are doing that good work today, thank you. Today I'd like to talk about trust. People wonder, what's the way out? What's the secret sauce? Well, we don't know, but I do know this. When we trust each other, things get done. When we trust each other, people come together. When we trust each other, we stay together. Kuznets and Posner, who are two of the finest writers on leadership, write, leading requires trust. It's a prerequisite to getting anything done. And the biggest trust of all is leaving our legacy in the hands who came after us. But we can't take trust for granted. We can't just assume it'll always be there when we need it most. We have to constantly work at building it, nurturing it, and sustaining it. In central Wisconsin here, we have a number of century farms where people have been living on the same land for over 100 years. And the ethic, the farm ethic, the land ethic was to care for the land and hand it on to the next generation in better condition than what you found it. It was a sense of a sacred trust that was been given to me as gift. I have a responsibility to care for and hand on to the next generation. And it doesn't just happen. It has to be conscious, deliberate, and thoughtful. If we want a good place to live, if we want a strong and healthy community, if we want to move through this crisis, we have to want it as much as anything else in our lives. And what helps us, what gives us the strength, is our trust in each other. For the 18th straight year, the number one occupation that people trust in this country more than any other are nurses. 85% of all Americans trust nurses, the highest rated profession. And what have we watched over the last month? Nurses going to the front lines and nursing homes, public health settings, people standing in line to give other people tests because they're concerned about their health and well-being. Nurses who are willing to risk their own lives and their own health in order to care for some of our most vulnerable citizens these days. Nurses who oftentimes, without the protection that they need, say, I would not ever think of calling in sick because I've been called to serve. We trust people who respond faithfully to that call to serve. We trust people who are willing to put aside their own personal self-interest for the interest and well-being of others. So many doctors and nurses now are coming home only to sleep in the garage or their basement, to quarantine themselves at home, so even though they're working so diligently to take care of other people and other people's families, that their own families do not see them. They know that they're there in the house. They talk to them through FaceTime or through an open window, but they do not have a chance to interact with the people that they love. That is what creates levels of trust. 
two things that focus on trust. One is a high level in terms of honesty. If I tell the truth, people will trust me. Isn't that the word of a farmer? Give your word and keep it. Say something and mean it. Follow through on what you promise. That's the nature in terms of honesty and integrity. And in this time of trouble, in this time of crisis, our true character reveals itself. In leadership studies, we call this a crucible moment, when at that moment you have no idea as to how you will respond, but you step up, you step out, and you continue to serve other people with dignity and grace. And because of that, we trust you. Because of the work that you have done, not only today, but have done for a century, it breaks my heart to watch Wisconsin farmers who have worked so hard to produce milk having to flush it down their drains because there certainly is no market. We can and must do better for the people who work the land. Sustain us. Now it's our turn to sustain you. Trust is based on honesty and ethics. Ethics is, comes from the Greek word ethos, which means a lifestyle. The lifestyle of working under hard and difficult circumstances is nothing new to any of you. All of you have sustained drought. All of you have known tornadoes, hurricanes. All of you have experienced, in some parts of our country, earthquakes. All of you have had your lives shaken by economic uncertainty, and yet you and your families for the last century continue to work hard to produce the food that we need. You have found more sustainable ways in which to do the work of agriculture. You treat your animals humanely and make sure that we are the beneficiaries of your good work. Thank you, farmers. You are the peacekeepers of the 21st century, and we trust you. What we know about trust, if there's a high level of trust, it increases speed at which we get things done. If there's a high level of trust, we get right to the heart of things. On the contrary, if there's no trust in the situation, that slows everything down. When there's no trust, we need another set of forms. When there's no trust, we have to go through background checks and background checks. We have to question each other's word, and therefore nothing seems to get done, and the cost only raises. When there's a high level of trust, it increases the way in which we are able to produce, and it decreases the cost that we have to spend. Mistrust doubles the cost of doing business every day. 51% of all employees trust and have confidence in their senior management. 36% believe that leaders act with integrity at the same time. 70% of all employees have observed illegal or unethical conduct on the job. At this time in which there is so much uncertainty, to choose to do what is right and good and just is integrity, and you're familiar with this because this is how you choose to live your life for a lifetime. High trust is like leaven in the bread. High trust increases levels of communication and collaboration. High trust improves strategy, engagement. High trust builds confidence among your partners and your community. High trust helps us to understand that we're all stakeholders, that we all benefit from the work that each other does. Trust creates levels of excitement, energy, and passion where so often when we're on our own, when we grow in solitude, when we feel isolated, 
There's no excitement, little energy, and very little passion. Strategy times execution equals results. We trust people who get results. Look at the production of milk. Look at the production of food. Look at the way in which our food prices have not changed significantly. Americans pay the less percentage of their annual income for food than any other country in the world. Why? Because we trust you. Because you do the work so well and so efficiently. The results that you produce are a healthy nation with, with access to safe, affordable food each and every day. Nutrition is the new medicine. Strategy times execution multiplied by trust exponentially increases output. Trust is what helps companies to grow. Trust is what helps communities grow. Trust is what grows marriages, families, friendships. Trust demands both character and competence. And in times of crisis, we see both of those revealed in the daily activities of the people that we work with. Here in the state of Wisconsin, we have a marvelous food chain named Festival Foods. Their company for the last 30 years has been transformed by the practice of servant leadership. Their stores are impeccably clean. Every night, they have a cleaning service that comes in and polishes floors, removes scuff marks, makes sure that cases are cleaned and sanitized. And now, in the age of the new virus, those stores are cleaner than ever before, safer than ever before. They have taken what they have done for a lifetime and improved upon it. It didn't just happen overnight. Quick Trip Corporation, which in the state of Wisconsin operates the largest dairy in the state of Wisconsin, at the outset of the virus promised their 26,000 employees that immediately they be receiving bonuses for the sacrifices that they are making in order to keep the bakery, the dairy, the stores, the supply chain open. There is where trust is born. A company that tells its employees, we got your back, and then when it push comes to shove, we got your back. In terms of trust, there's five different levels. One, there's a sense of self-trust. How much do you trust in your own abilities now, your own capabilities? As a farmer, as a leader in agriculture, as somebody who's working in your community, think of all the experience that you have. Trust gives us credibility in the work that we do. Credibility comes from the Latin word creatore, Credo, which means to what we believe in is what we set our heart on. What do you set your heart on right now? What today is most important in your life? How is it that you can trust yourselves to make the decisions that will help shape the future of your farm and your family? Trust in yourself. The second level of trust is relationship trust, the trust that we have between friends the trust that we have in spouses, the trust that we have with our employees. What's really extraordinary, and all this knows to be true, that when trust is broken, it takes a long time to repair. Why do we trust our nurses now? Well, because we've trusted them for the last 18 years as the most trusted professionals in America. Our doctors, people that we might not even have met, we trust them. Last week, 
two weeks ago today, my wife and I were going to vote very seldom on my ever home at 11.30 on a Tuesday morning, but because of the virus, we're all working from home. And so we're driving to go and vote, and we get almost get to the voting place, and my wife looks at me, and she's speaking, but I can't understand her. I ask her to say my own name, and she cannot pronounce it. I realize at that moment she's having a stroke. I turned our truck around, and I headed for the hospital. Within four minutes, I came to the Gunderson Health System, drove around the barricades, parked the truck, yelled out to a nurse, my wife is having a stroke. Within moments, there was a wheelchair. I'm taking my wife out of the truck. She cannot move her left side. There are nurses, there are attendants, all carefully helping me to carry my wife out of the truck into a wheelchair. They asked me to come over and to fill out the paperwork to identify my wife and her birth date so that we can get an idea in terms of her health records. And then they asked to politely move my truck because that's where the ambulance is supposed to park. And I moved my truck and I came back and they gave me a mask and asked me to sit far away from other people. There are no visitors allowed in emergency because of the virus. After about a half hour, the nurse comes and calls me and said, listen, the doctor would like to talk to you. I walk into the room where my wife is being taken care of and they wheel in a screen and here's a doctor working from home in terms of telemedicine explaining to me what had just happened to my wife. He was reading her CAT scan. He could see a, a clot that had formed in the brain. He started to explain to me what the process of neurosurgery would entail. He asked, he thought, he listened. And because of his level of competence, a man who I had never met that I'm speaking to over a video screen, I am trusting him to care for my wife. Our lives, her life was in his hands. From his home office, he was directing personnel as to what to do next, what medications that should be prescribed, how is it that they needed to pay attention to her vitals and what was taking place. And then he said, it's time for to go to, go to surgery. The neurosurgeon comes down, a young man that I had never met before, Thoughtfully and carefully, he explained to me the procedure that my wife would be experiencing. Within an hour from getting to the hospital, my wife is in neurosurgery. For the next three hours, I waited. The neurosurgeon came out to explain that what he had done, and he thought that my wife would be well. But I couldn't go and see her because it's the age of the virus, and I had to go home alone waiting for news as to her recovery. Miracle beyond miracles, within 36 hours, I was able to go and pick her up and bring her home with very minimal damage. The process of healing has begun, but it was only possible because we fully trusted the people we needed at that moment. Surgeons and attendants and aides and nurses all those people working on our behalf, and we were healed and strengthened and given a second chance because of those people, their competence and character give, gave us extreme care. Third, organizational trust. What is the culture? How is it that we align our own personal values in terms of the things that we most deeply believe 
for the, with, the, with the way in which we create systems. All systems either create trust or distrust. Leadership sets a tone. If you are a trusted leader, you will have a trustful culture. If people do not trust you, there will be an atmosphere of fear, suspicion, skepticism, and you stay stuck. Fourth, market trust. The trust of our reputation. Brands have trust. There are things that we buy because of the high level of trust. There are people that we do business with because we trust their brand. We trust their salespeople. We trust the products that they have delivered to us. Customers refer more people to those organizations and businesses that they trust. To those organizations and businesses that we trust, we give the benefit of the doubt and we stay with them longer. It's your co-ops and the people that you have worked with for all these years where if the relationship of trust has been built, it will sustain you. And finally, societal trust. It's our contributions, our way of giving back. This counteracts suspicion, cynicism, and low trust. I also have been working in a soup kitchen for the last 25 years, a house of hospitality where we feed all people the community who come to our tables and the only reason that we have food is because of the farmers, people who donate their products, people who have produced cheese and milk and cottage cheese and sour cream and ice cream, people who by the work of their hands have provided the beef and the pork and the chicken that we need to share with people who do not have enough to eat. What's tragic, what's tragic in these days where schools are closed, there are so many children who go hungry because their school breakfast and school lunch are not available to them. And because their school lunch and school breakfast are not available, farm products are not being sold. And yet, what do we understand is that farmers take their surplus and feed the hungry, no questions asked. A Chinese proverb says the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time is today. Today is the day that all of us need to recommit ourselves to a deep level of trust, giving our word to each other and keeping it, trusting in each other, our neighbors and our professionals, trusting in our leaders, civic and societal, trusting in a greater good that will come out of this time of crisis. May this week provide you opportunities to extend trust to others, provide you opportunities to live in the trust of those who serve you. Thanks so very much. Keep doing good work. Our thanks to Tom Thibodeau for today's message, and our thanks to you for continuing to listen and support these PDPW podcasts. Feel free to go back and listen to archive podcasts at pdpw.org. To the professional dairy producers, you are the most important asset on this planet. Again, thank you for listening, and have a great week.